What's happening, guys? Welcome to episode eight of the Mike Garmony podcast. And today, I'm gonna drink some water because I can't really feel my mouth being dry. <clears throat> and I'm super caffeinated. Whoo! I'm gonna take a lot of deep breaths. Today, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna lean into full motivation. Maybe not motivation, but like I, I'm just obsessed with like goal setting and achieving things because I know that if I don't. If I if I am not obsessed with those things, I'll become a very unhappy person. And so I have a little bit to say on the matter. And people have been asking me about how I set my goals. Let me drink this water. And it's not like I think I have any right uh, to tell anyone how to achieve anything because I don't think I've achieved that much. But I have thought a fair bit about it. And so I think I'm going to share what I got. And try not to get my head about it because, dude, the last thing I want to do is be another motherfucker trying to motivate people on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. There's just so many phonies, dude. And I don't want to be a phony. I want to be not a phony. But there's just a lot of people. How do I say this without sounding like a fucking asshole? I see a lot of people in a place where I was. At one point years ago where I was uh, very unfulfilled and just kind of lost. And some of those people have reached out to me and been like, yo, like, what do I do? Or not even asking what do I do, just telling me that they're miserable or lost or unhappy. And I fucking relate to the words that they send to me in these texts and DMs. And so I kind of just want to put it out there for everyone. The information that I have gathered getting myself to this place um, through like setting setting goals <clears throat> and having ambitions so that I don't feel directionless, so that I feel like there's a plan in life because feeling lost can fuck you up and suck your energy. On the macro level of like, what do I want to do with my life? All the way to the micro level of like, I don't know what to do first thing when I get up in the morning. And then you're spending time thinking about what should I do today to feel good. And the problem with that is... When you have to make decisions on the spot, <clears throat> it's much easier to make the wrong decision because in the moment that you have to make that decision, let's say you wake up early in the AM and you want food and you want comfort because it's waking up sucks. You don't usually you don't feel great when you wake up. And so it's just you want to do things that are fun or you crave that stimulation more. So it's easier to make that wrong decision. When you should be like, I should go work out right now, or I should, you know, write out my to-do list for the day. You should have written it the night before, but maybe that's something you should do right then. And then you don't make that decision. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to go eat pancakes because that sounds better. I'm going to go meet up with my friends and get breakfast. And there's a time and place for that, but that should be planned ahead of time. Because if it's planned ahead of time, you probably scheduled it for a time where it's appropriate and then it's not fucking up your goals but if you have to make that decision on the spot let's say you wake up and you get a text that and a homie's like hey let's go get breakfast that sounds fun but maybe you have something to do but because you didn't write down that thing that you had to do and commit to it commit to it the night before you're more inclined to go like oh i don't have anything to do because you don't feel committed to something you wrote down you're like okay i'll go get breakfast but in reality you should go fucking work out or you should answer all those emails or you should if you're not even 
in the place where you already have the goals, you should set time aside to figure out what you want to do. So anyway, we'll get into all of this. Um, I'm already surprising myself with how much I do know. <laughs> For as little as I feel like I've achieved, there is some kind of satisfaction that can be distracting. There is like someone said something like this, like the research can be a distraction. You can only research and prepare for trying to achieve your goals so much before it becomes a distraction in and of itself. Because getting yourself motivated, reading self-help books, or like just watching videos like this can hype you up. And then that is like a high that's satisfying on its own. And maybe you, you, you've read enough motivational shit. Maybe you've prepared enough and you should go after your shit. But fuck, <laughs> I derail so much. Um, my point was that I, I have a little bit of experience, even though maybe I haven't accomplished all the things that I've set out to achieve because a lot of them are long-term goals or maybe I'm just a lazy piece of shit. I have read a lot of books and watched a lot of videos and asked a lot of questions. And so I think I have a little bit uh, to share for anyone who's done none of that. So my goals, first of all, I've heard this. The first time I was told to set goals was by my father. And it was years and years and years ago when I was like in my teens, probably maybe like just out of high school. And he was like, you got to set goals, man. You got to set specific goals. And around the same time, I was hearing things from other people that vague goals produce vague results. And that's always stayed with me. Um, but it was frustrating because I was like, well, fuck. Like he would be like, what do you want? And I was like, I want to be rich. And he's like, well, what does that mean? Like how much money? And I'd be like, well, I don't know. Just like a lot. And that always frustrated me because I would go, I would be like, all right, I'm, he'd be like, get specific, set specific goals. And then I would try, but it was so much harder than I thought. I thought setting goals was like writing things down on a piece of fucking paper and then trying to do that. But what it became for me, and I'm sure this is like a, the same experience for a lot of people who initially try to set goals, is that you spend a lot of time setting them and writing them down. And they quickly become irrelevant or you wrote them down wrong or you wrote down things that you don't really care about or you kind of talked yourself out of writing down the things that you do care about. So my point is that when approaching goal setting, you can't go into it with the mindset of like, I'm going to write down this shit I, I want to do and then it's just going to be a fucking straight path there. Because there's a path. Before you even get to the path of setting the goals and then following the line to the goal, there's a line from deciding to set goals to setting the goal. There's like a path you have to follow just in there. And that fucking path is hard. And I'm not trying to discourage you from doing it. I'm just trying to make sure you don't like decide you want to have ambitions and then get discouraged by how difficult it is just to set your goals. Because it's a skill of its own. Like I remember getting into like organizational stuff. I... I, one day I was like, fuck, why am I not utilizing technology like apps for to-do lists or like setting reminders or, you know, calendars, scheduling, all that shit. And then just being overwhelmed, thinking I was going to download an app and get organized. And then I just realized there's so much to organize and it's never ending. And I bit off more than I could chew. And I was like, fuck this. Because being organized and being disciplined uh, let's not go there being organized and just being a, a person who thinks about goals that's a skill that's like something they should have honestly in high school they should have a whole course on just goal setting or discipline or 
figuring out what you want or just workflow, things like that that are applicable to all places. And like, why the fuck am I learning about biology if I don't care about biology? I don't need that information. Everything I learned in biology, I, I forgot it all. And I don't need it because I'm not on, unless you want to be a biologist. And that goes for any subject they teach you in school other than basic English and basic math. And I'm a broken record. Well, I'm not a broken record, but other people talk about this shit all the time. But it's just so infuriating that they, you spend so much time and you get so little sleep and it's so hard, just the hours you put in just to graduate high school. And then none of that prepares you for life. It's fucking insane. People talk about it all the time. So I feel like it, you just get glazed over that like high school is a waste of, an, of time and education. But think about it. You should, <laughs> you should be way more prepared once you graduate to go into adulthood. It's crazy how we spend years and thousands of dollars on this shit and then you have no idea how the fuck to even go about adulthood. Anyway. It's, I'm sorry. I'm literally having this realization right now. I don't even think that I've ever thought that through because I'm pissed. I'm fucking pissed off right now because I've realized how much time I've had to spend of my adult life teaching myself these skills and I'm a fucking shitty teacher. I didn't – I'm learning this shit on my own without a teacher who's learned it properly to teach me when – all that time I spent in high school, they could have been teaching me how to develop discipline or set goals or be uh, organized or do my fucking taxes or just things that I have to do that now I'm spending my fucking time teaching myself and fucking up because I don't know how to do them. And I'm a bad teacher to myself. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting passionate right now. Wow, I'm all hot. My legs are sweaty. Um, so anyway, back to goal setting, dude. There's these books. Oh, <laughs> my brain is going, my mouth is letting my thoughts exit faster than I can keep up with my train of thought. What was I talking about books for? So first, I just think the first step in goal setting is figuring out what you want. And that's a process. Remember that everything I tell you in here, if it gets you excited and you want to do this shit, don't get discouraged. It's a fucking process. Take the first step, and then once you don't reach the next step you thought you were going to, don't quit. Keep at it. Try again. Because it took me years to get where I am, and I still have barely even set my fucking goals, and I've been trying for the last, like, six years. Granted, some people are probably going to watch this video and go, wow, you're a moron. I knew what I wanted, and I set my goals like that, and I knew how to achieve them. So congratulations to you. You're special. I'm not. Figure out what the fuck you want. That's the, and that's the hardest part, probably, to be honest. It kind of fucking fell in my lap as far as music. And honestly, that's funny because these four goals that I have tattooed on my leg, music isn't even in there. So, whatever. Music has given me a career. I'm very blessed that I don't have a boss or a schedule. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And so I can set it aside enough time to... Be curious about what I want in life and setting goals. So it's made it easier in that aspect, but everybody's got time. You just got to gotta set aside the time. You got to make time to figure out what the fuck you want. Because if you don't do it now, 10 years is going to go by and you're going to go like, wow, I've been operating unconsciously. 
I've just been doing the next thing that I need to do. I've been let I've been letting life dictate my direction as opposed to consciously sitting down and deciding my direction, which is every that's u- unanimously is that the right word? Ubiquitously? I don't know. It applies to everyone. Everyone should decide what the fuck they want to do with life. Don't let life decide for you because Letting life decide for you is not like letting some spiritual greater force who is all-knowing decide for you. It's letting other people's actions dictate where you end up. And you don't want to fucking do that because other people don't have your best interest in mind as much as you do. So it's so important that you fucking sit down and figure out what you want. Takes a long time for some people. I got friends who have been trying to figure it out for years and they still don't know. Again, I'm not trying to scare you. You can figure it out. It's just, you know, do it. So first step, sit down. Figure out what really makes you tick. What are you passionate about? Can you make money from it? You know, ideally, if your job, the thing that you spend most of your life doing, is also the thing you're passionate about and fulfilling, that's awesome. That's the ideal situation because then you don't feel like you work. You feel like you're doing what you want to do whether you get paid for it or not. And it's just a bonus that you're getting paid for it. Um, And it can be anything. I've let myself, like me getting in crazy good shape and getting real lean and muscular was like, I talked myself out of that so many times because of laziness. It was fucking, it was the resistance that didn't want to go, like I had this voice in my head going, it's going to be hard. You're not going to be able to do a lot of the things you want to do that are pleasurable if you're going to achieve that goal. And so I would, those That was the real thought in my brain, but it disguised itself as no one expects you to be like, you know, have this body fat percentage or be muscular or be like super sexy or whatever. Like, you know, most people don't do that. You don't need to do that. Like, and that's sneaky because that's not what the real thought was. The real thought was, I don't want to do this because it's going to be hard, which is a terrible excuse not to do anything. Anything worth doing is going to be hard. And... It's sneaky, you know? I, I talked myself out of, like, committing and writing it down for a long time. And I'm a very convincing motherfucker, so I had, like, good arguments. I would be like, you don't need to do this, dude. No one expects you to do this. You can be successful without it. But it wasn't even about that. It was about that's just something I wanted. And I would, would ignore it. So it took me a long time to realize, like, motherfucker, this is what you want. This is one of your top priorities. Who gives a fuck who's judging you or who's like, you know, why are you doing that? Are you insecure? You're a muscle head? Or, like, that's... Like, you know, that's skin deep. Why do you care about that? There's more important things. Fuck all that. Because if those things are true, I'll find out for myself. I'll do it. I'll accomplish it. I'll get shredded. And then, like, I'll be unfulfilled. And I'll go, oh, that wasn't what I wanted. But that's probably not the case. Because I already feel better. But don't talk yourself out of the things you want to do. Fuck everyone. Fuck everyone. Because if the people around you are not supporting the things that you want to do, they're the wrong people. And by going, spending a little bit of time chasing those things that you want to do and being alone, you will find the people who support the thing you want to do and you won't be alone anymore. Um, so do a lot of writing. Like setting goals is not deciding in your head I want to do this. It needs to exist physically somewhere else because that's like another form of accountability. If it's just in your head, it floats around and you can change it and it's susceptible to your own resistance. And by resistance, I mean, I got that from that book, uh, The War of Art, 
by Stephen Pressfield, which is a great fucking book. I recommend it for anyone. It's super short read. The book's literally like this big, and it's like, I don't know, less than 100 pages or something. And there's like very few lines on each page, but it's straight to the point. So resistance is the way he personifies kind of like laziness. It's like this enemy that's in your head, and it's it, it resists all the things that you really want. And so it, it convinces you not to do those things, and you have to fight the resistance. So anyway, uh, I don't remember what my point was about the resistance. Motherfucker. Anyway, you got to figure out what you want. <laughs> Have I said that enough times? And you got to get past the resistance. Oh, yeah. You got to write. You got to, yeah. The, the, without writing that shit down somewhere else, the resistance in your brain will talk you out of it. Because when it's written down, there's a clear idea that you can go back to and read and go, that's what I said I had to do. I have to do it. There's no misinterpreting it. Whereas in your brain, if you just store it in there and that's the only place that your goal exists, you can misinterpret your goal. Your laziness, the resistance will be like, no, maybe you said it this way, but what you really went, meant was, you know, let's say that the goal was like, I want to make a million dollars. The resistance will go, what you really meant was, you just don't want to be in debt or you just... You know, you wanted the, the millions of dollars because you want you thought that it would like get you this, but you can get this without the million dollars. And it's like, no, motherfucker, you said you want to make a million dollars. Make the million dollars. And if it makes you unhappy, then you'll know. But don't let the resistance talk you out of your shit. Because we are the most – that's the fucked up thing is that like we all have this duality in us. And the problem with that resistance is it knows you. It knows all of your fucking weaknesses. I think that I'm getting this from the book. I'm arriving at these metaphors on my own, but I'm pretty sure they're all in that book, The War of Art. You, the resistance knows all of your weaknesses, and the resistance comes from you because it's you. That's how it knows all of your weaknesses. So it is your most lethal enemy. It knows how to fuck you up. It knows where you sleep. It knows all of your fears. You know what I'm saying? And it'll come at you and try to get you to stop achieving your goals. Um... It'll pre present the most convincing arguments because it knows the arguments that will be convincing to you because you, it is you. So you got to fucking ignore that shit. And something that I've recently – so as far as like work ethic and then like staying the path or staying the course in achieving your goals is that like you have to reassociate the, the emotions you experience that get you to stop working like let's say you start working on something and then all of a sudden you're bored or you're tired or you feel lack of motivation. As long as you're convicted and you know that you still want that goal, you can reassociate that boredom or that laziness instead of going – instead of experiencing the boredom and going, I don't want to do this anymore. This, like, this is boring because it's not important to me. You have to rewire your brain to when you experience that boredom, you go, that boredom – is a sign that I'm on the right track. You're going to run into boredom on the path of achieving that shit. And so when it hits you, instead of letting it stop you from doing it, you have to go, that is a sign that I'm doing the right fucking thing. Um, and it works a little bit. It takes practice, obviously. But like lately, when I've been doing it, sorry, when I've been working, uh, I'll get bored. And instead of like being like, fuck this or like zoning out or stopping, I'll be like, that's a sign. I'm doing the right thing. You're going to get bored. And as you practice that, you get better at it. And then the boredom and the tiredness don't affect you as much anymore. That's why I got this tattoo. 
It says, just be bored. Just be bored. Don't get bored and go, I should stop working because this is boring. It means I don't care. It's like, no, keep working and just be bored. Fine, you're bored, but don't stop. Just because you run into boredom doesn't mean you need to stop working. You can do both. It's not as pleasurable, but that's like in a lot of these books that I've read, that's one of the main ingredients that a lot of extremely successful people have is that they have like resistance or they have a commitment to delayed gratification. The better you are at delaying gratification, the more you will get done. Um, and that's essentially what boredom is. Like when you can lean into boredom, you're comfortable with delaying the gratification because you want to stop and you want to go, you know, eat a snack or like browse Instagram or go on YouTube or whatever. That's gratification. You got to delay all that shit. Um, so let's go back to the actual goal setting thing. Once you have like written out what you want and these lists, I don't know, will look different for anyone. That maybe you have 10 goals that you write down every day. Maybe you have like three or four. For me, it was better to write down the master list, get it tattooed on my leg, and then have sub goals within each of those so that like I don't get overwhelmed. So it's like, okay, I know I want to like achieve a certain body type. I'll isolate that on its own and then figure out how to get there. I know I want to get rich. I'll isolate that on its own and figure out how to get there. And you break down sub goals. So, you know, it's got to be digestible. Because you can't wake up every day and go like, am I, am I rich? Do I have, you know, 8% body fat? Uh, have I met the love of my life yet? No. Let's go do all those today. You can't do that. You can't fucking do that. You can't fucking do that. It's overwhelming. You're going to quit immediately. So the first book I ever read that really like got me hooked on books written by more successful people, self-help books, was this book called Goals by Brian Tracy. And it's really like the bare bones fucking book. And I love it because it's so like corny and self-help. But I, but it's really straightforward. It's like he talks about how you got to wake up every day and write down your goals. Get a notebook where you like, and I don't, I don't do this anymore, but it's a good practice. Like it could stick. Maybe I'll do it again. Maybe it'll work for you. But go check out this book, dude. Like read these fucking books because they'll amp you up. And... They'll give you direction. You got to decide your goals and you have to write them every morning when you get up so that you remember what your goals are so you don't lose track of your path. Um, and that's where I started. I did that for a while and then fell off and then realized the goals I was writing down were kind of like romanticized. They were like fun to think about, but I didn't really care about them. And that's what I mean by like you're going to write some goals and then they're going to become irrelevant because it's hard. It took me a while to find the mindset to see clearly, to see what I wanted clearly. When I first started writing down my goals, I was, I was like, I looked at my, my life like a movie. I was just like less mature. And I was just like, I, I was like romanticizing what like my life in as this dramatic movie was. And I wrote down all these goals about like saving other people. And I realized I was like, yo, that's not my job. Like I definitely want to help the world, but like I was trying to be a superhero or something. And it was just like, all you're doing, all you're doing, all you're doing by writing down goals that you don't really care about is setting yourself up for disappointment and feeling like a failure because you're not going to achieve the things you don't really care about. You're not going to have the motivation and the energy, and then all you're going to do is keep failing and missing your goals, and then you're going to feel like a failure. You don't want to do that. You want to write down shit you really fucking care about because then you'll keep after it. Um, and another warning: people talk about motivation. These health help books can be motivating. And the ideal is that you want to be able to motivate from within because motivation is effective, but it runs out. It is a drug. So 
you know, one could say, keep reading these books because they will fuel you. Or one could say, read enough and also develop your fucking motivation from within, you know, develop the skills that help you stay motivated. Um, and I'm a super amateur at this, dude. I don't have the best discipline. I'm really like still working on it. It's been hard to stay the path because I've like fell off a bunch of times and been like, dude, you just don't have it in you. You keep setting these goals, but you're not going to achieve them because you keep giving up. And the only way that I've justified, like motivated myself to keep getting back after it is that if I do give up, I'm for sure going to fail. But if I keep trying, even if I keep falling off, I'm at least going to get more done. So don't discourage yourself. And the whole point about this is that a lot of people get to this point where they're just like, you know, I want more out of life. And even if you can't articulate that thought that way, you feel it. You feel like you want more. There's a lack of something in life. There's something missing. It's a lot of, lot, why a lot of people get depressed is because you got no direction. You're just working a job that, you know, you know you needed money to pay rent and to survive. So you took a job that paid money that you could get. But it's like you should have more requirements for the job you get. It shouldn't just be, is it a job I can get and does it give me money? There should be a lot more. You should think about what do you want, you know? Um, and I'm not even saying you need to be a crazy, ambitious person who's going to get a six-pack and make a million dollars. I'm just saying it can be way less ambitious than that, but at least make a conscious effort to get the things that you actually want because you don't want to end up in a place where you're like, fuck, I didn't. I was just like going with the flow. Kind of like. How I said, you don't want to wake up and go to breakfast just because someone texted you and invited you to breakfast. You want to wake up and go to breakfast because you worked your ass off that week and you made plans to go to breakfast that weekend with your friends. And so another trick is when you're starting out, and this can even be like sets time aside to you know do some journaling and figure out what you want in life, whatever. The night before... Before you go to sleep, whether you use post-its or write notes on your phone or you have a notebook or a journal, whatever the fuck, write down the things you have to do the next day and write down the time that you're going to do them. Because when you wake up the next day, you'll be much more inclined to actually stick to that schedule. Even if you don't stick to all of it, you'll have a baseline. Even if you miss the entire thing the first time, at least you'll feel bad about it. At least you'll have some kind of metric of where you missed. And then the next day, you try again. And you'll get closer and closer to being a scheduled person i fall off all the time man and i don't always write what i have to do the next day um but like it's important that you try at least in my opinion it's helped me a lot not be like such a bummer of a person fuck dude i'm sweating right now it's like hot in this bitch so i'll give you some examples in my life when I decided I wanted to get shredded, I didn't just start working out. I mean, I had started, I had been like on and off working out for a long time. So I was comfortable in the gym. I knew exercises. I knew how to exercise properly. I knew what kind of weights I like to lift, what, et cetera. But I didn't just like, I was like, what is my fucking goal? And I was like, I want to put on muscle for this amount of time. I didn't, I didn't know like, I probably should have got more specific, honestly, like taking the time to like figure out how much, 
get my body fat percentage taken, figure out how much muscle I have, and then like set like a weight to goal. Like what's what is my body fat percentage goal, and then how much do I want to weigh, and that'll like roughly give me an idea of how much muscle I, I put on. And I wrote out my workouts, dude, for the next like three months. This was my routine. I wrote out what days I did what exercises and what exercise exercises, and I tailored it to myself like in my notes, and then. And then I downloaded an app where I track everything I eat. I know all the calories. I know all my macronutrients. And I followed that. And it helped. And I wasn't like a perfect robot about it. So I didn't achieve a very specific physical goal. But I improved. So I'm making strides. I'm getting there. And you got to do that shit. You just got to take the time to do it. Because starting is the hardest part. Because you talk. it's so easy to talk yourself out of it. It seems so overwhelming. But you just have to fucking start. And when you start, you build this momentum. You get excited. And you're like, fuck, I can do this. Um, and it's good, man. It's It feels good. Another tip is when you write out to-do lists. I've talked about how I write post-its instead of writing one to-do list. And sometimes I do write one to-do list like for the day on a single post-it. But for the most part, I have this cork board on my wall and I have like 20 post-its and there's a single goal or a single task on each post-it. That's why, That way I can take the post-it off the wall and focus on just that fucking task and not be overwhelmed by all the other shit. And as far as scheduling your tasks throughout the day, that's on you. Like when you want to exercise, when you want to answer emails, when you want to do like work, when you want to pay bills. But good rule of thumb is do the shit you want to do the least first. Because the motherfucking camera. Give me a second. All right, we're back. Man, I've been going for 30 minutes. It's crazy. I didn't even think it's been that long. Uh, do the shit you want to do the least first because you'll keep putting that shit off. And if you get it done first, you won't keep putting it off because the things you want to do will be left at the end of the day and you'll do them because you want to do them. The things you don't want to do, if you leave them till the end of the day, you'll be like, I'll do them tomorrow. And then you keep doing that and then you believe, trust me, because I do this like fucking clockwork. You won't get around to it. Um, so that's a good rule of thumb. And again, dude, I feel corny. I'm very conflicted about doing a podcast on this topic because I don't want to be one of these motherfuckers. I don't feel like I have the right to tell anybody what to do yet. But... Some of this shit I just know is like rock solid knowledge. And uh Yeah, I just man, I just want to see people get after it, you know? Because I see people not getting after it and it bums me out because I know they'd be happier if they did. Uh one book that I just recently read that I really fucking liked as far as self-help books was Atomic Habits by... I have it right here. By James Clear. Um, it's fucking so good. Here. Oh, I have <laughs> post-it notes covering the... These are all old as fuck. <laughs> Hilarious. It's this book. I fucking love it. Um, yeah, it's just like super to the point because like when you set goals and want to achieve stuff, habits are super important. You got to get in good habits and you got to find out what your bad habits are and you got to get rid of those. 
and uh, when things become habitual, that's when you really start getting shit done because you don't waste energy thinking about it. That's kind of what my point is about writing uh, out what you have to do the next day, the night before, instead of writing it out in the morning or deciding what to do the day of because you waste – you have you have limited mental energy every day and you don't want to waste that precious – energy deciding what you have to do in the moment you want it to be decided earlier that way you just fucking do it and you save your energy for the task as opposed to deciding to do the task um and so yeah it's helpful i think fuck dude when did i get boring and old i'm not boring and i'm not old i shouldn't say that that's bad self-talk Like right now, I got to go work out and I don't want to do it. I'm not in the mood. I'm like awake and I got energy and I want to work on music. But I know that I want to work on music later. So I'm going to save that for later. I'm going to go lift instead because if I just decide to do it, even though I don't want to do it, I'll have done it and I'll be happy that I did it. You know? So... Like, dude, just little things. If you're sitting there and life is just not enough and it's just a bummer and you feel like you don't, like you're stuck, clean your fucking room. Clean your fucking room. The first experience I ever had, if your room's messy, if it's already clean, do something else. Just sit down, buy a notebook, brainstorm what you want out of life, and then it'll make you feel more empowered unless like you're a victim of circumstance because you can start small as fuck man and it will just make you feel so energized and hopeful and know that feeling it's one of my favorite feelings getting shit done um, my first experience was that was when I was like eight or something I had to clean my room and I was overwhelmed I don't know why I got this idea <laughs> I was like overwhelmed by the mess that was covering my entire room. My mom didn't even make me clean my room. I just knew that I hated it. And I might have been like 10. And I got tape. I think I got scotch, no, uh, masking tape. And I, div- I taped a ground, on the ground a line, three, two lines across the room and divided my room into three sections. And I started, I didn't cross the line of tape. I just cleaned within that section, each section. And I remember thinking like, whoa, this is a totally different experience. I did not want to clean my room before. I thought it was going to be impossible and I hated it. And then I did it. And this, just putting lines on the ground, made it so much easier to clean my room. And I could, I didn't understand it then. I didn't understand the psychological um, explanation, but I knew there's something there, you know? And I think that's just like a metaphor for everything. It's just like how you approach it, you know? It makes a huge fucking difference. And so don't try to bite off more than you can chew or just like set aside time to really plan how you're going to do this stuff because if you just start with no fucking plan, what – I think this is a Wes Watson thing. Like they didn't get to the fucking top of Everest without a plan. By They weren't just wandering around and ended up at the top of Everest. They had a fucking plan. So – You're not going to just end up achieving things you want by wandering around. You need a fucking plan. 
Write out your plan. Get a fucking pen and some fucking paper and write out your fucking plan. I want it. I just want it from everybody. Dude, you know that Shia LaBeouf video where he just was like, just do it. Do it. And he does this thing with his hand. Like, I can't remember. <laughs> Something. It cracks me the fuck up, but I know what I, – I understand his passion in that video because he just wants it for other people. And he just – and it's so – it's almost cheesy, but it's so cheesy that it's not. I just buy into it. Sometimes I'll just watch that shit, and I just fucking feel it. I'm just like, yeah, Shia. I have a man crush on that fool. He's, like, so just, like, likable and, like, handsome. Like, he's hot, but, like, not in, like, an obvious hot way. He's, like, the, you know, like, like an acquired taste hot, which is, like, the kind of hot that I like. I'm into that. Like, I feel like I'm an acquired taste hot. I'm not, like, hot when you look at me. You got to, like, acquire the taste to appreciate how I'm attractive. Um, and I feel like I've earned the right to say that because of how, how many times I've said that I, I, I'm ugly. But anyway, I saw him running here in Silver Lake. Someone told me, told me he lives in like, oh, I don't, why, why am I going to tell everyone where he lives? Anyway, I just saw him running when I was driving, driving down the street. Um, and I was like, fuck yeah. Because I don't like get that hyped on seeing celebrities. It's exciting because it feels like they feel like Easter eggs. It feels like like how I used to feel when I would see Easter eggs go hunting for them in the backyard on Easter. Like you see them and I'm like, oh, found one. And uh, that's about it. Other than that, I don't give a fuck. There's a couple that if like they walked into the room, I'd freak the fuck out. And well, I wouldn't freak the fuck out. But internally, I'd be like, oh, my God. I don't know what to do. Um, there's a couple of those. Ugh, dude, if Joe Rogan walked in the room, I wouldn't even want to. I'd wish I wasn't there. Because unless like we can be best friends or stuck in an elevator for three hours so we can just have a one-on-one, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> it's too much because I, I would just leave. Or like if Drake walked into the room, I, I'm out. Later. I'm not even going to. I don't want to. Unless we're stuck in an elevator for three hours and we can fucking connect on some real shit, I'm not even interested. Okay? I'm selfish like that. I don't even want to talk to you. But I only feel like that about a few people. Who else? Joe Rogan, Drake. I would say Mike Ness from Social Distortion, but like I feel like we wouldn't have that much talk to talk about. He's cool. He's one of my childhood heroes, but like conversation wise, I don't know. Um who else? Not really Shia LaBeouf. Like, I don't know. I have a crush on him, and I think he's cool as fuck, but I'm not really trying to, like... Like, nah, I guess it would be tight to talk to him, but... Fuck, anyway. Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. Let's wrap it up. I gotta go work out and get some shit done. Text me. Here's the phone number. Uh, I've been slacking lately and not texting everyone back that often. That's because I've been <laughs> giving my time, a lot of my time lately to someone special. And, uh, I'm refocused. I'm going to be texting the community back a lot, like I was. And, uh, like I always say, if you're in the text community, you hear about everything first. You hear about everything first. New music, merch, tour dates. No tour dates because COVID, obviously. But 
Yeah. And you can just talk to me about literally whatever the fuck you want. People talk about their personal lives all the time and share so much. And I always reply. Sometimes it's too much, but I try to reply anyway. Um, I don't know if the next song is out yet. Wait, it's supposed to come out. This next song comes out next week, and this comes out Sunday night. So, no, the next song is not out yet, but it's coming. So, that's it. All right. Peace and love, everybody. Have a good week. Bye.